Hello again. This is Bonnie D. Graham speaking with very interesting people attending SAP's Best Practices for Automotive Conference in Detroit, the Motor City. And I'm very excited to be speaking right now with John Grant at MTG. Let me spell his company for you in case you want to look him up. E-M-T-E-E-G-E-E with the capital E, T, and G. John Grant was on Game Changers Radio with me a few weeks ago and very happy to be speaking with him again. So welcome, John. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you for having me, Bonnie. I'm, I'm glad I made the cut on most interesting people. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly did. Of course, you'd make all of those cuts. So question is, since our listeners may not be familiar with you, although I'm sure everybody heard you on Game Changers Radio, tell us a little bit about what is MTG, John? So MTG Partners is a, a consultancy that specializes in org change management, in design thinking, and learning and development. And, and why it's relevant to uh, best practices for automotive is uh, all of those skills, all of those tools um, help translate all these wonderful innovative processes, systems, softwares that, that, are, that are being implemented, configured, and developed here at Best Practice, by, by the companies that are here at Best Practices for Automotive. But it helps, we help translate those to business users, to the actual end users who have to, to uh, uh, make these things successful. And, and too often, I think, Bonnie, there's a, there's a gap between the language mm -hmm. of business and the language of IT. And that's a risk for all of us uh, because, I mean, it's a risk on many levels. One, it's a risk on user level. And, and, and two, I think it's a, it's a risk for uh, your brand being potentially damaged. You know, I think SAP is very concerned about how the business and how end users see their brand. And too often, mm -hmm. uh, we don't give that sort of input. Well, I'm glad to hear you're doing that. You're on the front lines, John. So, John, let's talk about your experience at the conference. We, we shorthand that as BP for auto. That's the way we call it. So you've been there. You've attended some, some conference sessions already. So what are the most important innovation trends that you've seen reflected in the automotive and mobility aspects of the conference? What's the most exciting thing you've seen, John? Let's go to that direction. I think, I think everyone's talking about this, this, this concept of, autonomous and, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, eliminating emissions and what's the future of, of urban life and ride sharing and all of these things speak to speak to me personally but they, they I think they speak to a to a generation and and I I just in concept uh, I couldn't wait to see something like this happen I just I can't imagine the complexity and and thank thankfully that's not something that uh, I, I'm I'm engaged in, but I, I I can't imagine the complexity of making this vision come true. Boy, if it does, we've got an exciting future. There you go, and the future is exciting. So let's talk about how do you see the trends you're observing at the conference, John, applying to how you speak with your business partners. Let's project. You know, on Game Changers Radio, we like to do a prediction at the end, and I usually give you a wide open field of in the next five to ten years. So, but why don't we do a little more near term? What will impact that you're seeing now? What will impact how you speak in the next 12 to 24 months or sooner, John? Yeah, so I, I, talking to our business partners, and, and I think one of the, 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 the challenges for the people attending BP for, for Auto is, is it, it has the risk of becoming somewhat of an echo chamber. 
in that there's a lot mm-hmm. of people with common job titles. There's a lot of people with common mindsets. There's a lot of people that, and understandably, that's what conferences are all about. Totally get it. But what we risk is uh, what, I, what, I, what I brought up earlier, and that's, that's uh, how do we translate this language? How do we translate the art of what's possible to practical users who are going to be living their day-to-day lives in the environments that we create? And so how do we train them to be successful? How do we make sure that they have input and, and they're getting what they need as opposed to what, what we're going to be delivering for them? So that's, I think it's a, it's a challenge. It's, it's, um, it's a different perspective, I think, that, that, that our group brings than other people that are here. And it's, it's, it's something I'm, 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 I'm being, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really witnessing here. And, and so it's a risk. And, and the more we talk to people, the more we're realizing that, that it, they get it, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the community gets that this is a, this is an, you know, a real opportunity. And I think we all get it through the bruises that we have when we launch a systems, uh, some sort of innovative product and it, and it isn't well received. You know, it, it, we, we think mm-hmm. it's, a beautiful product and and for some reason it's rejected and more often than not it does what it's intended to do but people just don't understand how to work within it and so so how do we how do we bridge that gap and that's that's kind of what i'm um i'm witnessing here at at bp for auto i i i, I uh I, I'm I'm hopeful though the 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 reception that we're getting the 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 discussions that we're having are are thoroughly rich and and um I, I think I think we're starting to get it. As an org psychologist, I always look at things like, "Are we getting it?" And and uh, mm-hmm. I, I think the industry is starting to get it. That you know, look, autonomous is great, but how do you translate that so people can understand it and use it? And and, sure. and if if a bunch of engineers go away in a locked room and create this thing, that's a pretty big risk. You're going to want customer input. So, so certain tools like design thinking, change management, uh, you know, training are critical mm-hmm. to, to making sure that these things are successful. Very well put. It sounds like there's some responsibility in what you're talking about, the responsibility to tra- do that translation, to do the explanation so that people get it, and also to bring in the right input sources for co-innovation, for collaboration. Am I hitting the hot spots here, John? Yeah, you're you're all over design thinking. That's, I mean, why not? What, the 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 cost is minimal. The 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 need is great. Why wouldn't you in, engage your customers? Whether your customer is a consumer or whether your customer is a business partner, why wouldn't you engage mm-hmm. them in, and spend the time up front, really understanding? what their needs are before you go into a design mode. And I think too often when we work for the same company, you know, I, I 20 years at, at General Motors and I saw this time and again, that, you know, the business is sometimes viewed as a captive audience. And so mm-hmm. uh, they will take what we deliver. And that's not always, you know, it's, it's a lot easier uh, if, you, if you give input. And the sense of ownership yeah. and the sense of collaboration that it generates is it pays off in spades. And and so I, I've never understood why, why we would we we we. It's certainly more quicker and more efficient to do it. I, I get it when you when you do it without input. But the benefits downstream of of engagement of bringing people in for perspective, 
um, make a product launch, whatever that product launch is, um, so much more successful. Very well put. And I have two more questions for you briefly, John, because I know you want to get back to the conference. Number one, how many times have you attended Best Practices for Automotive? Uh, this is my first. Uh, last year, I heard about it. Um, okay. a, colleague of mine, uh, a colleague of mine from Volkswagen um, brought it to my attention. I, uh, the, the timing wasn't right. It was last second, but I put this on my uh, I put this on my agenda for this year, and I'm so glad I did. Good. Word of mouth is working. That's a very important part of being part of a community, isn't it? And my last question is a little bit on the personal side. You know, I try not to do too much of that on the radio, but the question is, if autonomous vehicles were coming to a highway or a byway near you, let's say in the next three years, would you willingly give up the keys to your own vehicle and become the cargo in those types of cars? Yes or no, and why? Wow. I, you know, you hate to, you know, <laughs> I, I live in an innovative space, and I so, I so much want to say yes. I so much see the power in it. Uh, if uh, Part of me says, you go first. You know, I, I'm, I'm a fast <laughs> follower. I'm not, I don't think I'm, a, I don't think I'm the, 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 the person who's going to jump into the pool first. Um, conceptually, I'm all about it. What I'm concerned about is all the people driving on the road that don't have autonomous vehicles and the human error associated with that. If we could get to a world of connectivity where everybody's yeah. driving autonomous, I'm all in. But until then... Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're keeping the keys. You're not going to be the cargo. Well, John Grant at MTG, it's always such a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you for your very independent point of view on everything we discussed. I wish you a wonderful rest of the conference, and I'm just going to sign off for now. Bonnie D. Graham signing off for Best Practices for Automotive presented by SAP in Detroit. I'll be back with more of the most interesting people in a few minutes. Bye-bye. <laughs> 